You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind, and last night at Oriole Park at Camden Yards up in Baltimore, Maryland, the Marlins and the Orioles opened up a little quick two-game series. Quick two-game road trip for the Marlins. Sandy Alcantara returned from the bereavement list. The right-hander was making his team leading 21st start of the season. He went opposite of the young right-hander Spencer Watkins of Baltimore. Winners of two in a row after back-to-back wins over the week against the Padres. Give them three. Marlins beat the Orioles to kick off a mini two-game road trip tonight on an evening in which the long ball was rather prevalent inside Oriole Park at Camden Yards. A nice start to this series that saw Sandy Alcantara go opposite of Orioles right-hander Spencer Watkins. Alcantara was making his team leading 21st start of the season tonight. He was returning from the bereavement list, and he got some early run support in the second, courtesy of Sandy Leone with a couple of men on base, and on the eighth pitch he saw in his at-bat. Commercial Boulevard. The pitch, and here's the ball driven high and deep toward right. It's toward Utah Street. Is it fair or foul? It's out there on the street, and it is a home run, and the Marlins lead three to nothing. He is the first ever Marlin to hit one out onto Utah Street, the fourth big leaguer this season, and the 60th in the history of Oriole Park at Camden Yards. A 3-0 lead, and the Marlins were far from done tonight. It remained 3-0 through 3, but the Marlins struck again in the fourth with two on and one out for Starling Marte. Watkins holds a little longer, now delivers, and here's a ground ball out near second. It gets through to center field, and Sandy Leon is home to score, and the Marlins take a 4-0 lead. Marte's 25th run batted in of the season, and as you heard Dave mention, they did have a 4-0 lead. The Orioles, however, did not go down without a fight tonight. They got on the board in the bottom of the fourth, thanks to Austin Hayes. No, we are going with it. Let's do it. Let's do it, because in this fourth inning, it don't matter. It doesn't matter. Here's a high fly ball to deep left, and it's gone. Hayes with his 10th home run picks up the Orioles' first hit of the game and puts him on the scoreboard. It's a 4-1 to one game on the Austin Hayes home run. So the Orioles were back to within three, but the Marlins and Lewin Diaz said not so fast, leading off the fifth, facing Orioles reliever Sean Anderson. Curveball. This ball smacked high into the air. It is deep to right field, and it is going to be up, up, and away, and a home run for Lewin Diaz. And the Marlins lead 5-1. to one. Welcome back, Lewin Diaz. 5-1 Miami. Watkins went four for Baltimore. Anderson went two, and the O's pulled a little bit closer in the sixth, courtesy of Cedric Mullins. And the center fielder, Marte, back there, reaches up. And it's off the top of the wall and out. And Mullins has his 17th home run of the year. And the Orioles have their second home run. And their second run. It's a 5-2 game. So a comfortable lead for the Marlins despite the two Orioles home runs. 5-2 after 6. In the 7th, Adam Plutko on for Baltimore. Brian Anderson out for Miami. 
The pitch to him. He gets into one and lifts a high fly ball to left center. No doubt about it. It is up, up, and away. A home run for Brian Anderson. Number five for him. And the Marlins tack on another run and have a 6-2 to two lead here in the seventh inning. Well, back-to-back games with a long ball for Anderson, and once again, the Marlins snagged a four-run lead. Same inning, bottom half. D.J. Stewart led off with a ground rule double, bringing Ramon Arias to the plate. Speaking of the Nationals, report is out tonight. Here's a ground ball. Base hit up the middle. Arias with a single up the middle. Drives in Stewart. And the third run for the Orioles is on the board, and it's a 6-3 to three game. Well, the lead back to just three. That would be all for Sandy Alcantara. Anthony Bass entered, struck out two, and he got a ground ball to end the threat, and we were on to the eighth inning. In the eighth, Connor Green came on for Baltimore, making his big league debut. With two outs, he hit Starling Marte. Marte said, well, that wasn't very nice. I'm going to steal second. He stole his 22nd bag of the season, and he was stationed there for Jesus Aguilar. In the, as, a, as a backstop. The pitch is drilled out into left. That's going to get down. Marte, the throw will go to second. Marte comes in to score on that hit. With two outs, of course, he's off and running when the ball was put in play. He's able to score, and the Marlins pick up their seventh run of the night and lead 7-3. Well, every single time the Orioles scored tonight, the Marlins had an answer. That's a winning recipe. Anthony Bender tossed a scoreless eighth for Miami. A lot of couple of hits, struck out one into the ninth. Dylan Floro, a strikeout of Urias, a strikeout of Pedro Severino, and a ground ball right back to him off the bat of Michael Franco, the former Philly. That play went one to three. That ended the ball game, and the Marlins win this one tonight by a final score of seven to three. Seven runs, 15 hits, no errors for Miami. For Baltimore, three runs, eight hits, no errors. The loss sets the Orioles back to 34 and 65 this season. With a victory, the Marlins improve to 44 and 57. For the Marlins tonight on the mound, Sandy Alcantara, the winner. He is now six and nine this season, went six innings, allowed six hits, three runs all earned, one walk, five strikeouts, did allow a couple of home runs. His season ERA now sits at three point. To nine, that's a touch, touch up. That's six one hundredths of a point up on the evening. And Spencer Watkins on the losing side of things, on the losing portion of the ledger. Four innings, nine hits, four runs. I'll learn to walk a strikeout and a home run. The bullpen tonight, what do you know? Fantastic. Three scoreless innings, allowed just a couple of hits, and they struck out five. Offensively tonight, Brian Anderson, amongst many, had a phenomenal night at the plate. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Marlins, of the nine, keep in mind they had the DH tonight, put together multi-hit performances. Maybe nobody had a better night than Brian Anderson, although Sandy Leone did have the three-run home run early. But Brian, three for four with a run scored, an RBI, and a walk, and he was subject to my interrogation moments ago. All right, Brian, congratulations on the victory. Uh, It's never easy to miss time. I know we always hear about timing when you miss a good chunk of time. Uh, I guess that hasn't been an issue for you, I suppose. Uh, What's the key been for you in your first couple of games back here? Uh, You know, anytime you miss time like that, uh, you're like offensively, you're just trying to go up there and you're trying to see the ball. You know, I think uh, going a long period of time without seeing pitching uh, can mess with you if you let it. So I think for me, it's just uh, 
a matter of trying to simplify everything and just keep it easy for me, you know, uh, you know taking time off like that. I'm just trying to get my foot down early and try to put my swing on a good pitch, and uh, it's worked out recently. Andy, what can you say about the way you guys played tonight? Uh, every time that they threw a punch, you guys countered every single half inning offensively. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it felt like. You know, we just kept going up there and putting good at-bats together. Uh, you know, we were able to, to make their starter work really hard and throw a lot of pitches early, and uh, we were really able to get into their pen, which is uh, always a good time when you get into their pen, you know, before the fifth, sixth inning. Hitting home runs, stealing bases. Congratulations on the victory, Andy. It's good to have you back, man. Awesome. Thank you. Well, one of many heroes for the Marlins tonight, Anderson, three for four with an RBI. Starling Marte, two for four. Jesus Aguilar, two for five. Adam Duvall and Miguel Rojas combined to go 0 for 10. They were the only Marlins without hits tonight. Lewin Diaz, two for five in his return to the big leagues. He walloped a home run. It was his third of the season in the fifth inning off of Anderson. Isan Diaz was two for five. He has been scorching the baseball. He could have had five hits in this ball game tonight. Ended up with two. Sandy Leone, couple of hits. The big three-run home run. And Magnery Sierra batting ninth on Don Mattingly's lineup card tonight. Two for four. He did strike out once, but he had a very, very nice night at the plate. Again, uh, Alcantara the winner, Watkins the loser. Started at 7.05. This one took three hours and six minutes to play in front of 10,098 inside Oriole Park at Camden Yards. For the Marlins tonight, let's count them up for you. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That means $250 with the 10 strikeouts tonight will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Real nice, solid 7-3 swatting of the Orioles in the first of two up in Baltimore last night. Let's hear from the skipper, Don Mattingly, after the ball game. Hey, Donnie, I know that was an emotional return to the mound for Sandy. You could really see it, especially in that first inning. Uh, what can you say about the job he was able to do tonight just to really set the tone in this ball game for you? No, I thought Sandy was good. I thought his stuff was really good. I mean, it always is. Uh, a little rusty, missing a few spots, but uh, I thought Sandy and did a nice job with him behind the plate, kept him mixing, using his pitches. Um, yeah, I know he probably was disappointed coming out of that game, but, you know, we weren't going to let him get past 90 tonight, and he was he was really right there. It was the, about the right time. And then Sandy Leone, not, sorry, Jason, not just the game that he called, but, you know, to really set the tone offensively um, in that second inning, just how important was it to, to really crack the scoreboard that early in the ball game? No, it, it was nice, honestly, to get him a, a few runs, um, you know, get us three right there. Um, and really the offense was, was really good all night long. Uh, I think the third and the fourth kind of scared me a little bit where we, where we, I think we're first and first and third and don't score there in the third. And, and we get another, we get one in the fourth, but we had another shot with a guy on third and didn't get that in. Uh, those are the kind of games that make you kind of, those innings make you nervous for me because I know that, you know, the game's not over, but every time they seem to score, we were able to score right back. Uh, tonight and that was I felt like just kind of kept the momentum on our side almost all night long. David. Hey Donnie uh, obviously we talked about Lewin pregame and obviously hit the home run today looked pretty good is he at the point where you kind of talked about it where like you're, you want him here only you know if he's getting at bats but is he basically at the point where you feel he's like ready like ready to get those regular at bats it's not kind of a question of the readiness I guess with him. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it ever hurts you to keep playing and keep getting better down there. Um, 
again, if if he's getting the at bats, it's it's worth it him him being here. If he's not, then it's better to keep playing. So um, I think he's showing us uh, a lot like Jesus, uh, just better at bats, more under control this year than last. So you see a guy that's kind of taken what happened last year, been able to transfer that into this year, uh, more control it in his at bats. So um, you know he's looking better each time you see him. So again, I think. You know, the, the biggest thing with, with guys like Lewin, you want him to have at-bats. You don't want him to sit around. Christina? Yeah, Don, you mentioned just that Sandy looked sharp. He seemed like he was attacking, you know, strike percentage was up. But just maybe what impressed you most, just obviously the circumstances withstanding just of his outing? Yeah, obviously you've been dealing with a lot and, and then had 11 days, right? So both of those things are both factors in the – you know, how you feel out there. Um, again, you know, like I said before the game, you never know what you're going to get into, like emotionally what's going to happen with guy. Um, but he seemed to be okay, I'm sure. I mean, he could speak for himself. Um, but, uh, you know, he looked he looked very much like himself. And the bullpen, obviously, it's mostly ups this year. There have been a few downs, but just the last maybe week or so, what have you seen specifically from them? Yeah, I think that last series, honestly, they really made a lot of good pitches. You know, see guys executing pitches against a really good lineup. Uh, and it's kind of up and down. It's what we've talked about with this bullpen. It's it's really up and down through the list that you feel pretty confident when you bring guys in. Uh, obviously, we've had certain guys in the back and things like that at the end of the game. Uh, but they have kept us in a lot of games and given us chances to win. Uh, a lot of games. They did a really nice job, I feel like, all year long. Jess, do you have another one? Good. Yeah, just, um, Donnie, that defensive play by Adam Duvall, the catch in the eighth in foul territory, and then a great throw to keep the runner at third and, and probably prevent a run from scoring. Just how significant of a play did you feel that was, especially at the time? I thought it was really big. Uh, obviously, you know, where you're at in the game, uh, they seemed they were kind of mounting charges. They had a couple of guys on. We got out of it with, with Bender. Uh, then they get a couple more guys on that inning, and you never know where that's going to go. Um, but I thought that play was huge. It gives us a chance to get out of the inning with nothing. Um, the catch was tough. I mean, it was right along that edge there. And then, obviously, to, to be able to come up throwing, too, to, to keep that runner uh, allowed us, you know, get that ground ball out uh, with Stewart there to, to get out of the inning. Don Mattingly after the Marlins' victory over the Orioles last night. With a win, the Marlins now 44-57. and The Orioles fall back to 34-65. and Game two of this series comes your way at 7.05 tonight when Jordan Holloway takes on Jorge Lopez, a pair of right-handers on the mound. Three of us in the booth. 7.05 first pitch, 6.35 airtime with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.